Welcome to the Gowrie New South Wales podcast show, where we explore and discuss relevant issues in the early childhood sector. For more information, visit www.gowrynsw.com.au. Welcome everyone. I'm your host Antonia Mayolo, the Marketing and Communications Manager for Gowrie New South Wales. And today I'm talking to Lisa Bryant, journalist and advocate in the education and care sector for the last decade about the theme that is being celebrated during this year's Children's Week. This year the theme for Children's Week is on Article 17 from the UN Convention on the Rights of the Child. And that is children have the right to reliable information from the media. To begin, Lisa, can you break down what this article means for children? For sure. And I should say straight away that that isn't, you know, the complete entire contents of Article 17. And I really encourage people before Children's Week, encourage educators to try and read Article 17 in full so they have an idea of, you know, exactly what it says. But to summarise Article 17, it, it really puts responsibilities on the media. It says that the media has a duty to disseminate information to children that benefits them. So that information that benefits children socially, morally, educationally and culturally. And also it strongly puts a lot of emphasis on media that respects children's cultural background. It also puts responsibilities on countries like Australia that signed up to the convention and it says countries like Australia have to take measures to encourage the publication of material that's of value to children and also to protect children from harmful materials. I suppose it's all about ensuring children have access to good media and don't have access to media that is designed to harm them or that actually gives them wrong information. So we're seeing an increasing exposure to mainstream media, online media and digital platforms. Uh, For early childhood educators and parents, what are the challenges that we're facing in regards to the type of messages that our children are consuming via the media? Look, I think, first of all, the important thing is that is the kind of, you know, ones that we're all aware of, that children are consuming more media And as the world becomes, you know, possibly a slightly scarier space, they're consuming more media about negative things. It would be hard, for example, for a child in the last few weeks to have escaped hearing something about, or in the last few days, to have heard something about Donald Trump. And and that might be a conversation that's very hard for families to explain exactly what that one's about. We also know about children in terms of in times of natural disasters, about the media they're consuming there. And I think early childhood educators have become a lot more used to over the last few years trying to mediate the effect of things, whether it be 9-11 or natural fire, flood kind of disasters, trying uh, helping children to mediate what they've seen and understand the importance of that. But I'll just give you one one example of something that I read today that I, you know, I hate to give horror stories about the media, but this one particularly shocked me. It, I discovered today via the media that over 300 children have committed sex crimes in the last 12 months, and 140 of those children of those crimes were committed by children under 11. 
right? So under 11 years. And that's a 42% rise in the number of sex crimes committed by children since 2012. Now, the media article was writing you know, that possibly this was because of children's access and increased consumption of online pornography. You know, would have different views about whether children can get access and are getting access to that. But I think that that's, that increase of a 42% rise is showing that something's happened and it just happens to correlate. It, I know causation isn't always correlation, but it happens to correlate with the big increase in the amount of child pornography being produced and children's access to it via the internet. So I think those kind of challenges are something that are very real for parents, probably less so than educators. I'd hope that no early childhood service could a child couldn't access pornography in an early childhood service, but I think that they are issues for educators. So given that and those examples that you just gave us, why is it so important for educators and parents to guide children to become critical consumers of media from a very early age? Shock horror, the media actually tells lies sometimes. Um, Look, essentially it's because we all take information about our world from the media and we make decisions that affect our lives based on this information that we're taking. If we're not critically able to assess that media, then we could be making decisions that aren't in our best interest. We live in a world where more and more people get their news via a Facebook algorithm. What Facebook decides is good news for you to read, that's what you're reading. And so it's more important than ever that people know what to trust, who to trust, and have an understanding of why someone is is saying something. So children need to learn to ask, who is giving me this information? And what have they got to get out of giving me this information? And it's not just children. It's a good skill for every everyone. I've heard educators sometimes swearing black and blue about something they've read in a paper or seen on TV about childcare, for example, without asking those two critical questions. Which was the media outlet that gave this to me? Can they be trusted? Can they not be trusted? And what has that particular media outlet got to gain out of me believing this piece of information that they're saying? So from your perspective as a journalist, can you explain what role the media can play in ensuring children do have access to reliable information? Okay, I think there's kind of three things there. First of all, I think the media needs to understand that media isn't all consumed by people with the capacity or the ability to filter it for those biases I was talking earlier. Some people, including children, can actually believe everything that they hear or see on news and I think, or in news media, and I think that media needs to be aware of that power that they have and to do some pre-filtering ourselves. I also think that we need to ensure that we fulfil our ethical obligations, which is, as journalists, we have to provide both sides to a story. We can't just provide one side, as tempting as it might be. If we're providing both sides, it means that children aren't just being subject to propaganda, they can actually assess, you know, put their own assessment onto a story. 
And I think we also have a very strong need to advocate for the existence of media that's specifically for children. I've been very pleased in the last year in Australia. I hope a lot of educators have heard about Crinkling News, which is an online newspaper for children between the ages of 7 and 14. And I think that that kind of creation of media, especially for children, is really important for journalists to do. And finally, what can early childhood educators do during Children's Week to help children and parents understand the importance of Article 17? Look, I'd first of all say commit to reading, to read about Article 17. I don't know whether everyone is aware, but ECA and the Human Rights Commission put out a really strong and powerful and useful document last year called Supporting Young Children's Rights Statement of Intent 2015 to 2018. And it's basically designed to assist educators to be clear and credible advocates in campaigning for the rights and well-being of young children. It's a really easy to read publication. It just goes through the rights, talks about what parents can do, what educators can do and what ECA and the Human Rights Commission can do in relation to five themes within the rights. Just Google it. It's called Supporting Young Children's Rights Statement of Intent and have a look at that. Apart from that, I'd say talk with children about Children Week and its theme. Explain the theme in in the context of the convention and the rights of children. There's some really good resource books that you can use to raise the concept of children's rights and the convention. I have one that's called I Have the Right to Be a Child. It's got a, a beautiful red cover if you Google that one. I have the right to be a child. It's a really beautiful illustrated breakdown of the convention. The UNICEF website, which is www.unicef.com, also has lots of rights-based material that's designed for young children to explain to them the code. So I'd really get some of those things into your service so that children understand that they do have rights and that their country has you know, signed up to uphold those rights. I think educators can also talk to children about the right about their right to get information from the media. Even you'll find really young children have feelings about the media they consume. I'm sure educators will have been in situations where they'll children will ask why is there no women on the news or why is there so much war? Those kind of questions, uh, you know, have been prompted by children's consumption of the media and educators can help them process those questions. I think educators can also help improve media literacy amongst children and adults by explaining that you don't have to absolutely believe everything that's on the media and that there is a role in interpreting messages. Talking to... They need to talk to children about being critical consumers of media, asking questions about why the media might have presented something in one way or another. There's some really good things. If you go on the Children's Week National website, there's some really good tips and click through the website address. It's www.childrensweek.org.au forward slash page.php question mark ID 
equals 30. It has some really good links to tips for parents about the media and young children. And if people wanted to, you know, they could send out to parents, say, you know, every day of the week during Children's Week, they could send one of those particular tips to parents about it via email. It's a really easy way to give parents a lot of information quickly and it responds to the theme of Children's Week. The other thing I think is just, you know, talking about Article 17, you know, just putting it out there so that, you know, a summarised version of it, like you could just say something like, all children have the right to information from TV, radio, newspapers and the internet, and these media should provide information that children can understand. And if it's just out there and people are talking about it just that little bit more, then it'll help children somewhere understand that they have that right of access to media that helps them and informs them. Lisa, thanks so much for your advice and for taking the time to talk to us about this today. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to the latest Gary New South Wales podcast. If you have a topic you would like us to discuss, visit our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Gary NSW.